This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome in. Just Steve Geller along with Charlie Long hanging out with you. Bobby Bear is off this week. He will be back, though, on Monday because next week is the start of Saints training camp. On Wednesday is the first practice. We got rookies reporting tomorrow. The vets next week. Uh, things are gearing up for a big black and gold summer. It's been hot out there, but definitely looking forward to it. Right now, though, SEC Media Days kicked off today, so things have been rolling there. We heard from um, Missouri today, Texas A&M, but leading things off were the LSU football Tigers. We already had heard from head coach Brian Kelly. Right now, though, star quarterback Jaden Daniels. Here's what he had to say. Jaden, just kind of talk about uh, your transition of your college career, you know, starting out playing at Arizona State, now at LSU, just kind of uh, the culture, the, the fan base, everything that LSU exemplifies and kind of what that transition has been like for you and what makes LSU so special to you now. Um, LSU is special to me. Um, like you said, the fan base and everything. Um, just the state of Louisiana, uh, they took me as one of their own. Um, I kind of feel like I'm from Louisiana now in a way. Uh, even though I'm from California, I'm from the West Coast. Um, like I said, they took me in, in as their own, uh, treated me, respected me. Um, and just the transition coming from the Arizona State to LSU, um, it's night and day. Just what the the fans exemplify, um, the energy that they bring each and every week to our games and how much they care about us and care about LSU football uh, is second to none. Like, like you said, you know, West Coast guy from the from Pac-12 country. What do you think on the field is the biggest difference in terms of the competition level? What you what you see every week, and in your opinion, what are the biggest factors that go into to being a successful quarterback in the SEC? Um, the biggest thing I see the difference from Pac-12 to SEC um, is the the big boys up front. Uh, you know, with the old line and how big they are, and then you got guys like, for example, Mason Smith has. A humongous uh, human being that can move like that. Um, so you know you're playing against those guys each and every week. Um, and I say just to be a successful SEC quarterback, you got to go in there and just um, really prepare, prepare uh, like a pro. Um, if not, you know you you might get exposed in this league because there's some great players out there playing against you. AP Stidham, AP and Kelly, as we see at Syndicated Radio. Jaden, what was the difference between your first game and then? Uh, the bowl game, you know, you progressed so much. How did that happen for you? And then moving forward, what are you trying to do this season a little bit differently? Um, from my first game to the bowl game, I'll just say just being comfortable um, within the system. Uh, first game, you use first of everything. First game with a new team, um, new coaches. So uh, you didn't really know what to expect or what to, to go. So fast forward to the bowl game, you could just see how much more comfortable everybody was with each other. Um, how much comfortable the, the coaches were with the players and the players were with the, within each other, the team, and also with the coaches. 
Um, and moving forward uh, to this year, uh, what I hope to change is, you know, uh, week one start with a win. <laughs> Actually, you know, we started with a loss, so I, I want to start with a win this week, this year. Jones, KCU 88.1 FM. Uh, Jaden, Coach Kelly identified in spring that downfield passing uh, was a big part of uh, maybe unlocking another level to Coach Tim Brock's offense. Do you think you've progressed a lot uh, in that way in the spring and the summer? And, and what do you think you can do that, that can take that offense to the next level in the fall? And I mean, that's to answer your question, I feel like that's what we need to do to take the, the offense to the next level. Um, I feel like we could have a top offense in the country. Um, you know, going out there and we have the guys are, we have the talent out there. Um, guys are special to go out there and really make those plays. Um, and, you know, just this summer, we've just been working hard at it, working hard at our timing. Um, and even when we do our player-led practices and stuff like that, you know, we're, we're giving the guys opportunities to go make plays. Um, so that's the biggest thing that I say that we could take that leap to uh, make the offense more explosive. Kennedy Wright with CBS 42. Do you think your chances of a Heisman are greater this upcoming season? I mean, I, I don't really look at stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's blessed. I'm, I'm honored to be a part of a prestigious award like that. Uh, hopefully when I win football games, hopefully my odds go up. Um, but my main thing is really just focus on helping the team win football games. And if uh, individual success comes, comes with it, then it comes with it. Jimmy Hahn, Sports Animal in Knoxville. Jaden, at what point, a couple of questions, at what point did mm -hmm. you feel comfortable running Tennessee, running LSU's offense? <laughs> against Tennessee, uh, even though we lost, but against Tennessee, I felt comfortable running the offense. After that, um, we kind of just took off as an offense um, of what we, what we were capable of doing, what we knew what we could do. Um, that's gaining explosive plays, um, going out there and really just taking shots and giving those guys uh, chances to make plays. So I would say the Tennessee game happened in that Tennessee game and then how did you guys turn it around um I mean we we started off wrong in the Tennessee game obviously you know open the kick fumble um and with a high uh high power offense like that with a great team on their high horse they got they got on us early and we just didn't score enough to keep up with them um but after that I mean it just gave us insight and uh light to the situation that we we knew how if we control how we wanted to finish our season, um, limit the mistakes, and go out there and make plays. You know, we, we put ourselves in the situation to be in the SEC championship game. Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. One of the hardest things about being a newly arrived quarterback from the transfer portal, and what are you working on this offseason, and, and what do you want to get better at? Um, I mean, one of the hardest things of uh, transferring to the SEC and being a new quarterback is you don't know what to expect um, when you travel to road games. Um, going to Auburn, going to Florida, very hostile environments, and you don't really know what to expect um, with the fan base and with the team and how those teams feed off the energy of their fans. You know, they're very talented. Um, and if you get down early, you know, you might be in trouble. Yeah, Brooks Austin, Dogs Daily. Jaden, you were on the other end of a pretty viral moment in the SEC <laughs> Championship game when Jalen Carter picked you up. I'm, I'm curious what your viewpoint of that play was. Um, I mean, Jalen Carter is a great player. Uh, I mean, he, he got underneath me. I, I already had a bum ankle, so really, really much I could do. He, he just lifted me up, and then uh, he just kept me one hand. And it, at that point, it was just really nothing I could do with it. Uh, I was just worried about, you know, my ankle at that point because it was, it was hurting a lot. But, you know, he, he's a great player, and he, does, he made a, a big-time play. Corey Curtis from ABC uh, TV here in Nashville. Um, 
Commissioner Sankey expressed some real concern today about the way players and officials in particular are treated as a result of gambling losses with the new gambling laws. Uh, as a player on that end, how ugly can it be? I mean, it could be ugly. Obviously, um, we're told that you can't gamble. Um, obviously, I don't think you should. As a player, you, should, you shouldn't want to gamble. Uh, going in there about the NCAA, I personally don't gamble, and nobody in the LSU football team gambles. Um, on their team, you know, we, we respect each other and respect the team. Um, and we don't want to go out there and give any insight uh, to what could happen just to make a quick buck. You know, we, we love each other as a, as a team. And, you know, we want to see each other succeed at the end of the day. Hey, when Josh was in here, he kind of half-joked about the pressure to continue the national championship run there on campus. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a blessing, obviously, what those two other teams did with the women's basketball and, and baseball. Um, you know, it's second to none. They go out there and they both win championships. Uh, hopefully we could follow up with one, but, you know, other than that, we got to take it day by day and really just enjoy the process, enjoy the season with each other. Uh, Jacques Doucet, WAP-TV in Baton Rouge. Uh, Jaden, it appears that uh, John Emery is going to be cleared, um, be back with you guys in, in the, the fall there. What, what things does he do that other guys can't do? What kind of makes him special as a playmaker? I don't want to say necessarily what other guys can't do. John is just a special player. Obviously, he was highly recruited out of high school um, for a reason. You know, he's, he's, he's a very uh, special player as far as um, when the ball is in his hand, he can make something happen out of nothing. Um, but, you know, we, we need John, and hopefully, you know, if John comes back, you know, he, he's in the right headspace with everything and, and, you know, go out there and he, he's focused on football and he goes out there and have fun which I know John will. I know the type of person John is. Um, I can't wait to see John get back there and get back out there on the field and really just enjoy his last year um, and make a plays with the phenomenal person he is. Jaden, Jeff Spiegel from ABC 3340 in Birmingham. You and Coach Kelly came in at the same time. How much did it mean to you two to get that win over Alabama? What did that mean to the program? And how much fun has it been watching him have so much fun talking about it? Um, it's been it's been a lot. Obviously, um, he lost to Alabama in the national championship game, so uh, you know it meant a lot to him to get that win. It meant a lot to the state of Louisiana to to get that win against Alabama at home uh, for the first time in a while. Um, it's just been fun seeing Coach Kelly enjoy his time at LSU um, because I mean, if your head coach is not enjoying it, then the players are going to look at it and, and not enjoy it also. So he's enjoying his time here. He's enjoying coaching us, and we're enjoying we enjoy being around him. That's hearing from LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels. Uh, it's going to be interesting, obviously, to see what is he going to do his senior season with the Tigers. The offense seems pretty stocked. The offensive line being. Uh, back is going to be big for this squad as well. And he seems to have a pretty good array of targets to get the ball to. It's kind of circling back around to what Brian Kelly had said at SEC Media Day. Like his philosophy of building rosters starts from within. Yeah. Starts from the trenches and then you go outside from there. And obviously you need the position players to win, but it all starts from within, right? And so, yeah, LSU's offensive line, I mean, it's just what Jaden Daniels was saying. Like he expects to have a very strong offense this season. Like between their offensive line, their running backs, their receivers. I mean, Malik Neighbors is the headline guy. I think the big question is going to be who kind of steps up into that wide receiver two role uh, and really takes off for this upcoming season. But I, I don't really see any reason why LSU's offense can't be a stellar, you know, machine this upcoming season. 
We'll get back with more SEC Media Days and the LSU Football Tigers after the break here on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back into Sports Talk. We heard from LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels what he had to say at SEC Media Days. We're going to stick on the offensive side of the ball, going to the running back room. And there's going to be a lot of questions there going into this season for the Tigers. Everybody's expecting pretty much a running Back by committee under head coach Brian Kelly. Well, here's one of those bags. Josh Williams, what he had to say at SEC Media Days. Josh, just what's it mean to you to be in the position you're in? You grow up a big LSU fan. You go to LSU when you had offers from other schools. You kind of took a chance, bet on yourself to get to this point. And now going into the season and the spot you're in, what's the emotions like for you? It means everything in the world for me to be here in this spot that I'm in. Coming into LSU as a walk-on and uh, seeing the guys that – participating in the SEC media days and what they meant for the team and what they meant to the coaching staff. Just to be in the position I am now, it just feels amazing. Hey, Josh, KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. Coach Kelly talked right before you. He said, if you can't run the ball, you may as well make your way to the concession stand. Go home. Against Georgia in that SEC championship, two and a half yards per carry. What do you have to do and what does your offensive line have to do to make sure that you guys can run the ball in a game where you're playing against a team like Georgia, a national, cal- national championship caliber team. I believe that we just have to go back to the drawing board and just take it day by day. I think that staying consistent in practices and going hard every single day will eventually and ultimately take that away. Corey Curtis from uh, News 2 here in Nashville. Welcome to town. Uh, Commissioner Sankey talked today about there needing to be uh, some congressional oversight to create one unified message on NIL, kind of to simplify the process for everyone involved. How much do you think that would help players as they look to make the move into college football? I think it would be a great opportunity for players, uh, not only because it'll give them more opportunities to focus on football alone, and the NIL deal will kind of take more of a back burner, and we wouldn't have to give as much energy to it. Chris Farble in KCOU 81FM. Uh, Josh, you're one of the few players that still has a connection to that 2019 National Championship team yeah, as a true freshman being on that scout team. I just want to ask, having the opportunity to come into college and being just practicing, being around all those future NFL players, how did that help you develop into the player you are here today? I would say the, most, the, the main thing that helped me was seeing the consistency that they put in each and every day. You know, when you see guys like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire come in each and every day, going and going the extra mile, doing the extra small detailed things, that's what showed me what, what works, the consistency. Uh, Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. I'd love to know just the differences between last offseason, new coaching staff, you know, coming, coming off the, the end of the Orgeron era to now, you know, coming, coming off a division championship. Just, just what's been different about this offseason, especially compared to last offseason? I would say that this offseason, there's a, a lot more confidence in the building. You know what I mean? Uh, everybody knows everybody. We're comfortable. We have a lot more transfers in. Also, I would say that um, Coach Flint also made a comment that uh, when he first came in last season that he really couldn't do his full 
uh, strength and conditioning program as if he uh, would if you were already here. But this offseason, we have been picking it up, doing a lot more. And he's been congratulating us and uh, applauding us every week. So I know we're doing well. Tyler Shaw with KBTX at College Station. Just curious, the, the way you guys ended that regular season you know, in College Station at Texas A&M, what do you remember from that game and just kind of the, the feelings you had of you know, ending the regular season that way? Well, you know, it was a tough game for me because I, I wasn't able to play. And I'm from Houston, Texas, and, you know, I know everybody at A&M. And um, it, was a tough, it was a tough deal for me, but I, I learned that I could be more of a vocal leader. And I, and I learned from that situation, and that's what I've been focusing on this whole spring and this summer is to become more of a vocal leader rather than just go with my actions. Hey, Josh. Jeff Spiegel, ABC 3340 in Birmingham. Uh, the win over Alabama last year, what did that mean to this program in terms of what you're trying to build there? It, was an, uh, it meant everything. You know, um, Alabama is our rival game, and, and it was a big deal being in Tiger Stadium Saturday night and just the, the way we won the game and everybody running on the field and just giving us that momentum for the rest of the year, I think it really helped us push forward. With all the success on campus, with a lot of coaches who I believed are in year two, and Coach Kelly's in year two, how much has that pushed forward the expectation in the football program? It's brought, about, it's brought a, lot, a lot of talks and a lot of, uh, uh, of expectations, of course. We would love to uh, make everybody happy and win the national championship and have uh, that, uh, that cycle continue. It would be amazing. How does it feel to see the SEC expanding even more into your home state? I love the fact that the SEC is expanding more to Texas. Uh, I feel like uh, a lot of kids from Texas leave Texas because they want to play in the SEC. But now that they're uh, bringing it more to, the SEC, to Texas, I think it's a great thing for football. It seemed like last season you guys had incredible success in close games. And I was just wondering if, there, if there's anything about the team that you think led to uh, the, the fact that whenever the game came down to one possession, it felt like LSU won. I believe that uh, the guys in our locker room were very tight knit, and we don't we don't take uh, losing lightly. We're very competitive, even in practice, or it could be a bag toss. We're everybody on the team is very competitive, and when we're in a close, tight game, and you have your head coach, Coach Kelly, pouring his heart out into you telling you to give it your all, we just go out there and give it our all, and we just throw our hearts against the line for the win. Noah Groniger, Starcade Media. From growing up, being an LSU fan, to being a walk-on, to earning that scholarship, what was kind of the most surreal moment where you're looking around like, man, this is it, this is what I dreamt of? Honestly, the, the most surreal moment was after the Florida game, going in the locker room and Coach Kelly giving me the game ball after I had a 100-yard game. That was, a, that was a big deal for me. It was the first time I ever like actually noticed that I actually had some accomplishments for real, so yeah. Hi, AP Stidham, AP and Kelly, as we see at Syndicated Radio. Uh, Josh, last year about 500 yards, 20 catches, 20 plus catches. Will your role be the same or expanded? It's ultimately up to Coach Kelly what my role will be. Um, all I know is, is that I am going to stay consistent each and every day and give it all, my, all I have. Chris Farble in KCU 81FM Columbia. Uh, so you've been at LSU now this entering your fifth year. You spent three years under Coach O, and now entering your second year in Brian Kelly. My question here is, what really is the biggest difference in how between Coach O and Brian Kelly and how they carry themselves really just from like a day-to-day -day operation mm -hmm. in LSU football? Well, you know, coming into LSU, Coach O ultimately gave me the opportunity to earn a scholarship here. And uh, Coach O is a lot more outspoken, a lot more uh, 
loud, but he ultimately did give me the opportunity to come here as a walk-on and earn that scholarship, which he did give me. So I love Coach O forever for that. And, and Coach Kelly, there's a lot of similarities. They're both great coaches, but Coach Kelly is a lot more deep. Uh, I feel like uh, Coach Kelly gave me the opportunity to become more of a leader. He gave me the opportunity to actually start in a game. And not only that, but I feel like Coach Kelly has helped me become more into my own as a man, as a confident person. So they're both great day to day. I mean, I, I wouldn't ask for any other coaches. So. Corey Curtis again. And last, I just want to ask you about the, the conference this year. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're how strange is it not to be playing for the SEC West title? I mean, you got 14 playing for one spot. I actually think it's uh, I think it's pretty different, but I mean I'm excited for it. I mean I'm just ready for excited for the future. I think that it'll be good for the SEC in the, in the years to come. That was LSU running back Josh Williams, and obviously the Tigers' run game last year was mainly Jaden Daniels. He led the way. I'm looking here, 885 yards rushing for the Tigers. Uh, right behind him was Williams, who had 532. And, man, Noah Kane, Charlie, might have had the quietest 10-touchdown season I-, I can remember recently. <laughs> That's the big bruiser back uh, for LSU. So if you're looking at their running back room, I, I think you kind of said it leading up into the Josh bite. Um, you're kind of expecting to see running back by committee, as Mike and I were talking about earlier, with John Emery, with Josh Williams, with Noah Kane, and with, of course, your two rookie running backs. And then, obviously, they also got the transfer from Notre Dame as well. I said rookie. I meant freshman. Whoopsie. So, yeah, if you're looking at their running back room, it's going to be a bunch of different ball carriers this upcoming season. Uh, But Josh Williams, Mike kind of mentioned that he kind of expects him to be, I guess, the quote-unquote feature guy um, in, in as I said, a running back by committee group. Definitely a deep, talented running back room. Uh, My biggest question, I think, probably for most Tiger fans is what are we going to get out of a guy like John Emery? I know the expectation is for him to rejoin this ball club, uh, but you you definitely have to worry about the -the off-the-field stuff with his academic ineligibility becoming an issue during the season. Yeah, I know, and and that's kind of what – like I mean, they sound optimistic about it, which is good. Like that's what you're kind of hoping to hear from <laughs> SEC Media Day. Help the guy out, please. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. It's better to hear good things than just kind of hear like radio silence. You know what I mean? And for them to kind of avoid it entirely. But the fact that they've kind of come out and said that they're feeling good about his chances to be able to join the team ahead of camp, um, yeah, that's a positive because that just adds another strong body to their running back room. Which you know, Wilson Alexander in the four o'clock hour said it himself that. This is probably one of the deeper positions on the team. They have a bunch of depth in the running back room. So uh, it's going to be a strength of the unit. When we get back from the break, we will touch on defense. Going to the defensive line, uh, Makai Wingo, we'll hear from him and what he had to say from SEC Media Days when we get back after this break here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Offense, offense, offense. All we did was hear from the offense. Well, now we're going to delve into some uh, LSU defensive sound lineman, Makai Wingo, of his appearance at SEC Media Days. Hi, AP Stedham, AP and Kelly, as we see at Syndicated Radio. Makai, what does this team have to do to get better defensively? A couple areas for, for you. To get better defensively, you know, the team, we just have to really focus in on those small details and, and come together and watch a little more film together and do things of that nature. You know, naturally, we've, we've gotten better getting guys in that transfer. You know, we had some, some great players leave, but, you know, I, I have full faith in the guys that we've brought into the program. A guy like Jordan Jefferson and Paris Shan and Omar Spates. You know, those guys have come in, put the work in, and I think they'll be phenomenal for us this year. Uh, Billy Jones, KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. I was going to ask, uh, along those lines, I mean, you lose the two bookends on your defensive line. I was curious how you think the, the, those freshmen that you brought in, obviously Womack and, and Jackson Howard, and then, uh, of course, the transfers, how you think defensive ends are coming along and how good do you think this defensive line can be next year? I think the defensive line can be, you know, really good. Getting a guy like Mason Smith back, you know, a guy that can wreck a game. And Savian Jones, this is his year to step up and, you know, really put his impact on the LSU program. And Deshaun Womack and Jackson Howard, they've come in and been putting the work. You know, those guys are working really hard. They're, they're taking the coaching. And they're going to be really good for us this year. Kyle Henderson, Bama football on YouTube. Um, last year you played both Alabama and Georgia. Uh, was there a distinction between the two teams? And do you feel that Georgia has surpassed Alabama in terms of being a, the pin, pinnacle of college football? I wouldn't say there was a distinction between the two teams. You know, there was two great offensive lines, two great quarterbacks, and, and two great coaches on both. You know, Georgia, obviously the defending national champs, so, you know, they have the trophy right now. But both programs are phenomenal, and we'll be looking forward to playing them this year. Uh, Tyler Shaw with KBTX TV and College Station. Um, you know, last year the team kind of ended the, the regular season on, on a sour note with that that loss to A&M. So how much are you looking forward to playing them this year and kind of maybe, you know, riding that ship? You know, I'm looking forward to playing every game this year, but, you know, we're keeping all our focus on week one, which is Florida State right now, because, you know, if we want to get to that end goal, which is winning a national championship, we're going to have to take it week by week. So we have to work, keep all our focus on week one right now. What's the excitement level around Baton Rouge and how might it differ from last year? You know, it, it's going to be very exciting this year. Just, you know, we have some of the best fans in the country. You know, they're going to come out, support, and we get some great players back. So it's going to be a phenomenal feeling in Baton Rouge. Noah Groniger, Starcade Media. Just being at LSU down there in Baton Rouge, what sets that apart in the SEC? You know, a Saturday night in Death Valley, there's nothing like it. When you walk out the tunnel and there's a hundred thousand fans screaming, you know that's a different atmosphere that you know a lot of stadiums don't necessarily get to experience week in, week out. And there's just an expectation and an aura when you're an LSU football player, you're stepping on that field that you got to give it all you got week in, week out. AP Stedham, AP and Kelly, as we see it, syndicated radio. Makai, what do you think the difference will be with uh, Harold moving inside, Harold Perkins? Harold Perkins is a great player, and he's going to be able to wreck a game no matter where he lines up on the field. Um, he, he's great off the edge, but I've also watched him throughout the spring get better and better at playing more in the box. So I think he's going to be very effective for us no matter what spot he ends up playing in. Chris Farble in KCOU 81 FM Columbia. And as you mentioned, Harold Perkins had a great freshman year last year, one of the best freshmen in all of America. 
I was going to ask you, was there a moment, whether it was like in a game or in practice, where you saw him and you realized that even with all the great athletes you have there, that he's really a special, just one-of-a-kind player? Yes, it was actually the practice before the Mississippi State game, the game where he really exploded onto the scene. We were doing some pass rush drills, and he came down with the defensive line that day and just, like, he lined up, and we had never seen nobody on the defensive line just come around the corner and bend like that. And when it happened, we were all surprised, but little did we know he had it the whole time, and he showed it that, that um, week. Just around campus, having you know women's basketball and baseball and, and the national championship you guys have brought this year. I mean, how much? I just how exciting is that as a student athlete? And then, you know, obviously you guys want the to finish this year like that as well. Football. It's been very exciting with the other teams winning national championships. You know, the women's basketball and the baseball. You know, a guy like me, I'm not even a baseball fan, but I was tuned in to every single LSU baseball game. You know. And we definitely want to experience and get that feeling that those guys are getting on campus and really bring more hype to LSU's campus. And then how close do you, do you realistically feel like you guys are? I mean, do you feel like that year one and Brian, with, you know, Brian Kelly really kind of laid a, you know, a national championship trajectory for the squad? Definitely. You know, the standard we talk about week in, week out is to win a national championship. That is the standard. But everyone has to understand that, you know, it's, it's not just going to take guys ranking us here or, or us believing in the hype. We're going to have to take it week by week, practice by practice, and truly put in the work to become a national championship team. That's LSU defensive lineman Makai Wingo speaking at SEC Media Days. Uh, Charlie, after hearing all that bevy of sound, did anything uh, really stand out to you? To me, obviously this team – uh, focused on getting the job done, and they don't want to hear really anything about the LSU and women's basketball team doing things. They got to take care of their own business. I loved Makai Wingo's interview, honestly. I thought that he was very well spoken about, you know, the, the pressure that's on him. I, I, then he also talked about, you know, at least the defensive line, how intimidating they really can be. And then Harold Perkins obviously had a fantastic freshman season and how his development will help the, the defense and then how they brought in transfers and stuff like that. So we've been talking all about, <laughs> oh, Jaden Daniels is saying LSU's offense could score a bunch of points a game. They could be one of the top offenses in the country, and they very well might. But look at their defense as well. I mean, there's question marks in the back end. We all know that. Like right. The secondary's got a bunch of transfers that have to still gel together. But as far as the front seven, they're going to be nasty this upcoming year, Steve. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Mason Smith. I hear you know tons of great things about him. Just want to see the guy in actual action. Yeah, it was really unfortunate what happened to Mason. But, I mean, Makai kind of mentioned it. He's coming back, and he's a game wrecker when he's on the field. <laughs> so, like, you're looking at a couple of guys in that front seven that can just, just – ruin an offense's day uh, if they're all healthy and on the field. So, yeah, as I said, like that front seven, Steve, is going to be something to watch this upcoming season. It's not just going to be the offense. It's going to be the strength of the team. And their, their defensive line and linebacking core is going to be really good. Closing things out here on Sports Talk. We'll be back with more after the break here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 